0: Welcome to the 10th episode, our 10th anniversary of Old Titans. Here we are, we made it. I'm John Paul. The one and only B Man, and we have theme music that you have finally got for us. I have finally got us some royalty free music. I gotta say, I love royaltyfreemusic.com. They gave us great music, and now I've also covered our legal obligations by mentioning them. <laughs>
1: Congratulations on that. Yeah. I liked it. It was it was it was de- I wanted to say old Titans at the beginning, but that's all right. I, I'm
0: still. gonna I'm gonna add in some fun stuff. We'll, Are you really? Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have fun with it. Is it gonna have our name in it? Our name is in John Paul and b Man or our name is in Old Titans. Old Titans. Yes, you we'll we'll, okay. we'll do okay. stuff like that. I'm looking that. forward to that. Yes, maybe we'll even subtly, you know, do I dunno. We'll we'll have to play with it and see. Okay. This is exciting. This all is right. good news. Well, it's like I said, episode 10. Episode 10. We made Double digits. We made it. Um, like a 14 that we recorded, but, you know, yeah, tenth we showed. Yeah, I, I, again, I, I've said it before to you. I'll say it again. I didn't think we'd get this far. No, that's, neither did I. Not that we necessarily have enough people listening to us for it to make sense, but, hey, hey that's okay. We're here. We listen to us. We're having fun. We're having so much fun. I'm enjoying this, doing this enough. We were supposed to record yesterday. We didn't get to because of scheduling conflict, but yes. I've been prepared for it. And so when I went to bed last night, I actually dreamed about doing the podcast. Not a nightmare, just a dream that we were doing the podcast. And we were taking suggestions from fans because we were at a convention and people were listening to us, and that was kind of amazing. And we were taking suggestions. And the topic we were covering during this part of the dream, you could tell, is one of those where I probably only remember a part of the dream. But the part I remember is we were talking about Pokemon. Wow. And. I don't know why we were talking about Pokemon. Other than somebody asked us to talk about Pokemon, they were a big fan and always wanted to hear us talk about Pokemon because maybe we would say something new about it that she had never heard before. I will say this: your dream you just explained to me right there. Yeah, It's better than the dreams
1: in Batman v Superman. Is that right? It is better. Yes. Even though I had Batman in that dream. You had Batman in your dream too?
0: No, no. I'm saying well, even it though does, it doesn't sequence. make a difference.
1: Those dream sequences are terrible. The movie was terrible. Hey, man, Batman and Robin, Joel Schumacher, that was terrible. I love Batman the entire movie.
0: So there we go. Okay. I mean, it, okay. It, it happens, it happens. So that we don't get off on a tangent. I'm going to let that one slide for now. Okay, okay, we do that. we'll We'll come back to that one. Because we're supposed to start first with the B-Man question of the week. If you could go back in time,
1: think of all the negative possibilities that might happen by you being back in time. Would you do
0: it? and When would you go? I would go in an instant. I really? would have, I would have no hesitation about being able to go, travel through time, go back in time, and such. Um, I thought about it. This is one of those, you know, kind of gut reactions. I thought about it over the week since last time. Yeah, I would go, and I would just, I would trust myself to be careful enough that I would not,
1: you know, but even the slightest thing you can do wrong, you could sneeze in the wrong place, and that could cause the world to change.
0: It's possible, it's possible But I would hope that either I would create no effect Or no noticeable effect You know, the pebble and the giant river type thing Right Or I would only have effects for good I would be conceited enough that I would think I could do it But the problem is, no matter what you do
1: When you went back to the timeline you're in right now Your life would change
0: Your wife might not be the same person Your kids might not be the same people they are yeah, it all kind of depends. The slightest. This is, well, see, this is this is part of why I'd like to do it. I'd like to actually be able to go back and do the scientific experiment and discover, does it change your own timeline? Or does it create a parallel timeline? And can you travel between those? Or are you now stuck in one or the other? That would be fun to actually figure so out. So you are
1: willing to risk... Your family, everything you have right now, no, 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 I out of, of your ego, fam- e- out of. It's, 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 I mess with the your family. I mess with your family. No, no, no. My, fa- well, my family, yeah, mess with my family too.
0: How about this? How about you mess with something we're all okay with? Like, you know, stop Hitler from rising to power or. But okay, say you stop Hitler. Say say you stop him, right? Yeah.
1: Well, the next general in charge takes over. Now, Hitler did a lot of bad things, but he was a moron. He was, yes, wasn't yes. like, did these. I don't I even know, but he, he did, was crazy. He was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the next guy, when you stop him, the next guy takes over. Isn't that crazy?
0: Right, that's, that's possible. It could be it's worse. It could is. Be. Could be.
1: So, I mean, right now, we, life is decent right now. So, you could possibly really change the things for the
0: worse, and you'd be willing to risk that. That is an ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there we go. Wow. You're B man, I guess I'm ego man. That, that is what it's going to be. <laughs> you are ego.
1: I couldn't do it. I physically couldn't do it. I'd want to. There's so many things I'd like to go back in time and do. Yeah. But I knew that would change my life right now. I would change anything right now. I mean, it would ch- change everything. Like, for example, if I went back to September 10th, 2001, right. I could not stop 9-11 happening. I, I would have to make phone calls. I'd have to warn people. I'd just have, morally have to do that. job your obligation. People, these people are still alive. But if you do that, my life changes completely. My daughter goes away. At least it wouldn't be her anymore. Something.
0: Could not do that. I couldn't risk it. Uh, I, 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 I couldn't mess with the timeline. Now, I will say, from a scientific experiment standpoint, I'd probably pick something really, really tiny. Like what? I don't know. I mean, I, I can't even think of a good example right now. So I'll come up with a ludicrous one. This okay. is one without any thought behind it. But maybe you convince, you know, the Coca-Cola company to go with a zigzag instead of a swoosh. I don't know. Just something so insignificant and minor and and all that you just want to see whether or not there is a parallel timeline created and if so, can you move between them and things like that that way you might not be affecting your own if it created a separate timeline that in that separate timeline things were different but you could actually come back to your own timeline and everything's still intact now you kind of got the best of both worlds you have a world where you can try to perfect it And if you screw it up, you haven't really screwed up your own timeline. That's okay, but again, you're screwing up other people's timelines. Well, maybe, maybe. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again,
1: like, part of me, like, go back to the dinosaur ages and the Jurassic ages when you actually see the dinosaurs run around free. Just to see it. What can you really do to this timeline right now? Because that world gets pretty much destroyed, anyways. Yeah, but it's
0: kind of dangerous. (laughs) <laughs> that's not really like, the safest word for me. It. It'd be, be kind of cool to see them in person. I don't know. Bill Nye and Ellen seem to survive the dinosaur period okay. Uh, I mean, no, it was really an uh, no Ellen's dream, though, wasn't that it? That was Ellen's dream, yeah. yeah. For the record, for those who don't know, that's a ride at Epcot. And uh, Land of the Lost,
1: the old series back in the day. Yeah. Again, that was kind of, I mean, there's cool things about it, but at the same point, I, I couldn't. Now, go in the future, I would definitely do, I'd do that in a heartbeat. One thing, twice.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: But go back in time much as so I'd like to see a lot of cool things I'd like to go back in the past I would love to I couldn't risk it I can't risk it it'd
0: be, it'd be interesting and will we ever get there we don't know we don't know, we don't know. but I mean let's be real I mean there had been a lot of time
1: um going back in time movies oh yeah movies TV, TV shows,
0: shows a lot of great stuff comics you name comics it. Yeah. my favorite comic Legion of Superheroes is the whole time travel thing a thousand years in the future and all that um what are some of your favorites?
1: Well, it's funny you should mention that, because my least favorite comic was Legion Superheroes. Yeah, well, go back in, Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Um, as far as comic-wise, for time travelers, you know, I really can't actually think of any that I really love. I mean, obviously, things have happened... There's events that people go back in time. Um, like, one of the things... Age of Ultron, the comic version of it. Yeah. Ultron took over the world, essentially... And, of course, Wolverine has to go back in time. It's always Wolverine.
0: Days of Future Past. For the X-Men. That was uh, that was a great one. Yes. Oh, fantastic. I, I thought about Classic. that. That's my favorite one. Yeah. Did you ever read... Um, this is a book series, not a comic series, a book series um, by Simon Hawk of the Time Wars? I've heard of that. No, I haven't. They were fun. Each The titles on them are cool. That's what jumped out at me to begin with was the titles. Okay. Um, you've got um, things like the Dracula Caper, the Lilliputian Conspiracy, I believe. I don't know, it's been so long since I've read them. Um, Oh, what else do we have? The Timekeeper, timekeeper Conspiracy. Um, each one of them, there was a group of time cops. This, this is a future in which time travel had been discovered. They'd gone through all these things we just got through talking about, all the different implications and what could and couldn't be done and so on. And it was very controlled. But they also realized that it could be put to good use because, think about it, war is a terrible thing. Right. Except, war is usually pretty good for the economy. Uh, yeah, as long as you're not the place that the war is happening in. You know, it's, it's, a lot of war spending, all that kind of stuff, a lot of advancements during war and all the rest. So they came up with this idea of the Time Wars, where they would, if two countries had a dispute, they could scatter their troops throughout time, one here, one there, in different places, into major battles, with the idea that time was a gigantic river, and throwing one soldier in the middle of a battle, as long as they they were not the person who shot George Washington or something like that long as they were just fighting other low-level grunt troops, that it was not going to affect history. It's a tiny pebble in the giant river. But they keep score, and they had time referees, and they kept score on which side was winning or losing. That way, all the economy benefits for both countries are there for building up their war arsenals and such, but without any destruction going on. The books start where one of the referees goes crazy, wants to go back, and he thinks this whole thing is messed up. He wants to go back and change time. So he manages to steal one of the little time machine devices and goes back in time to try to change something major. And the heroes were following their kind of time commandos going back in time to stop it. In each book, you're in a different period. The first one, um, it was the Ivanhoe Gambit. The first one, you got Ivanhoe and you got Robin Hood. And the bad guy goes back in time is um, King Richard the Lionheart. And you got the Time Commandos who go back in time, and they take the place of Ivanhoe and Robin Hood and such. Each book, they're filling in those, those people. It's very cool. We're not talking Shakespeare here, but the books are really, really cool. I mean, how big was it? How long was it? There's was 13 books, and each book was only like 150 to 200 pages. Read really fast. And we are okay. talking, you know, pulp, old Western pulp style. You know, just move right through them. Um, they're, they're fun. Um, but anyway, so that's one that really took into account all those different possibilities and things. That was neat. What was the best time-traveling show? Show, movie? Or show, TV show. There's a couple older ones before our time that were really cool. I've seen an episode here and there. I can't remember all their titles. There's a couple older ones that are pretty neat. During our time, probably Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap was great. So you say Quantum Leap over Doctor Who. Yeah. If you, if, you look at, if you look at the whole run of everything, mm-hmm. you know, Doctor Who's been running for 50-plus years now. Right. You know, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that was low-budget, acting not as great, um, stories that didn't work as well, Quantum Leap being a little bit more modern, and the acting was consistent across it. That, that's what I'm going by. Just the consistency of what you got to see was consistent throughout the whole thing. If you take Doctor Who only from the revival in 2005 forward... Then Doctor Who's better. Yeah, Doctor Who's better, only from 2005 forward. But if you take the entire 50-plus years, I kind of enjoy Quantum Leap more. Quantum
1: Leap was my first favorite. I loved it. I mean, there wasn't really ba- a bad season in that TV show. Right. I hated it. I didn't like the ending. And ending was weird. I, but right. it did leave
0: kind of opening if they wanted to reboot it, I guess, or bring it back to life. They think I always have somebody travel back in time and fix what once went wrong in the final episode. Right. Yeah. And again, that was really the beginning
1: of those... Bad TV show endings, but as a TV show, I loved it. I mean, as a kid, there was a show back in the early 80s, 82, I think it started, called The Voyagers. Mm-hmm. You ever watched that one? But never saw chance? The Voyagers. It only lasts like one or two seasons.
0: Like, um, like most sci-fi stuff in our, yeah. In our childhood. Yes. Yeah, because unfortunately, yeah.
1: again, they never really picked up that well. I, I vaguely remember, I can't find it anywhere, because again, it only lasts one or two seasons. It's not really a huge deal. Look at Megacon this year. I actually looked the last couple of times okay. you to find it. Nothing. You can never find it. No. Okay. I remember this guy had a compass and this crazy vest and this little kid with this like red and white striped shirt, whatever it is. But I loved the show. And I think the least uh, the main actor, actually committed suicide int- unintentionally.
0: Like in real life, not in the show. Yeah, in real, in real
1: life. life. I guess he was working on another show, put a prop gun up to his head because he's bored, and pulled the trigger thinking it was fake, and
0: okay. he, he died
1: this is yeah. like back in yeah. the early yeah. 80s again spoiler I guess
0: yeah, yeah. kind yeah. of <laughs> Sort of. since nobody can find it it's probably not going to spoil it yeah. yeah
1: but again that show I loved um, Quantum Leap was I think the best
0: it, it had a good formula it right. worked really well you had good actors um, you were able to go back into cool time periods or just an and average run it, it did no life. touch
1: a lot of you know it went into like the early slavery period sometimes it went into um, the JFK when Assassination yep very controversial episode. I remember that one very well. Um, they weren't afraid to tackle things. Yeah. So that show really was. I wish they would reboot that. Honestly.
0: Yeah, Baculo was incredible in that role, oh, having to yeah. play so many different characters. Yeah. And still be himself playing those characters at the same time. And do you remember the end of episode? What he said every episode? Like the very end. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. I oh love that. Yeah. Oh boy, it was great. Um, there was another one in the '90s that not a lot of people remember. I think I've mentioned to you, and you didn't remember. It's called Seven Days. I never heard of it. And that one was so cool. It was a government experiment. Again, it only lasted a couple seasons. I don't remember exactly how long, but it was on, I think, UPN. Uh, this is before you had the CW formed from WB and UPN coming together. So I think it was UPN. Um, government experiment. They developed time travel off some alien technology that they would recovered from Area 51 or something, you know, Roswell crash, one of those kind of things. Um, the technology let them go back in time. One person, like the vehicle could only handle one person. It was stressful. It required a special someone who was really, you know, just could handle this. They could go back in time seven days. Not more, not less, seven days. So the government had the program set up so that if some major disaster, say a 9-11, something like that happened, they would do all the research, investigation, everything else, and they would push it sometimes. That was one of the keys is they would do all the investigation in the current time period, trying to find out who did it, how did they get there, who was involved, how could it be stopped, all the research. Put that on a computer chip and make sure the pilot knew it all and then send them back in time with a certain code word. Because when he went back in time, it was before the event had happened, and the rest of the team wouldn't know that, you know, any of this was going on. So you have to say the code word to identify himself as the him from the future and then reveal all the information and then they have to rush to stop whatever's going wrong. Um Hmm. it was very it was the writing on it was really good. Uh, the acting on it was really good. There's a couple of them in there that were, eh, you know, not as good as others. I you a know, great one was, too. It wasn't really time travel, but
1: kind of alternate reality travel. Sliders. Oh, yeah. I love Sliders, oh. man. That was a
0: great one. When you got John Rice davies I, oh, yeah. I mean... Gimli. Yeah. yeah I mean... I mean you got him, then it's, it's going to be good no matter yeah, what. Yeah, oh, that was a great show. And it actually lasted a few seasons, although I thought it... It kept going downhill near the end there. Yeah, I I never watched the last few, unfortunately. I want to say the first maybe three were really good, and that's when they started trading people out. Yeah. Um, And that could be off by a season or so there, but it's when they started trading them out that it really started going downhill. But what's the best movie you think, time travel-wise? This one... This one's hard to answer. Okay. It depends on whether I want to put on my... Sheldon from Big Bang Theory hat and define best as the one that did it best? Or do I take that off and just be myself? Be yourself. And the one I enjoyed the most. Just, when you, just when, when you really, enjoy really, really enjoyed yes. the most. Probably, probably Back to the Future. Okay. I mean, the first Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox, that, it doesn't get much better than that. I mean, Christopher Lloyd, Michael J. Fox, all the actors in that just did an incredible job. That is such a fun movie, Huey Lewis and the, with all the music and everything. Um, but if you want to go with which one did it best, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh,
1: you know, that was, did it best. I wouldn't say did it best.
0: I loved it. I loved it. They stayed consistent with the rules. That's what I mean by did it best. They, okay. They realized they had a time machine. They could fix things. They could do things. And they took advantage of that. I mean... Think near the end when you're getting closer to the excitement and they need to get in somewhere and they don't have the keys and, hey, dude, when this is this all over? Let's use the time machine to go back and steal the keys and we'll put them over here behind the bush. Hey, look, dude, I really did steal my father's keys and all this, which calls back to his father missing his keys to begin the movie and so on. Right. The number of times they thought to use the time machine to their advantage, which most of the time these movies and shows come up with some lame excuse why they can't use their own time machine because it makes it too easy. Well, the reason it wasn't too easy for Bill and Ted is because they're so dumb. They have their own disadvantage in some other way. It just, it was fun. And, and, you know, I, I won't trash Bill and Ted's. I love Bill and Ted's. I'm actually going to agree with you. My Probably my favorite,
1: Back to the Future, I totally agree. At least the first two, I thought were great. Third one third one's decent, but again, I out of like all one, of them.
0: I like one and three better. But really?
1: Yeah. Well, you like bad movies sometimes. That's, that's <laughs> fine. But, you know, I, that trilogy, trilogy in general is actually yeah, really good. right. I actually agree Bill and Ted's one. I like both parts, one and two. I liked them both. Um, I'm actually surprised I'm going to say this now but the one that really sticks out to me the most that I thought that was probably the best and I'm shocked I'm saying this is the butterfly effect. Uh, nah, sorry. The butterfly effect. Maybe. and Ashton Kutcher. I haven't seen it. I need to it, see it. It was actually tremendously really good because they had these little flashback scenes where he blacks out. Right. You know what happens and things happen and finally it goes back to that time frame. And I know the basic premise of it. But it that it. was just a fun movie. It was just like, wow, that the world kept changing. Yeah. And he's trying to essentially save this girl's life, to be together with this girl he's in love with, and he couldn't make her life better. He make yeah. changes and happens throughout the movie and it actually breaks your heart, honestly. I was actually
0: sad at times. Um, did you see the one that Bruce Willis did just a few with, years ago? With Joseph gordon lovett Yeah. Never saw it. Always wanted to. He got... I don't know if it won any awards, but it was raved about constantly. I just don't remember on the awards side. Um, it was good. It was not as good as everybody went on and on and on about. I mean, I love all the actors in it. The story was good. Again, I enjoyed the movie, but it was not quite the rave about it type movie. Uh, I think people were more impressed with what they did with uh, some of the make of effects making um, Levitt look like Bruce Willis, like okay. a young version of him. Um, but again, it was good. How about this? Would you count? Would you count something like Groundhog's Day as time travel? I was thinking that as well. Ground, I mean, he does consistently go back in time. He goes back in time every single day for however many hundreds or thousands of times he does it. Becomes an expert piano player, ice sculptor, changes people's lives. I mean, you name it, he He does. He does lots of stuff. And And he deals with the whole thing of: Are there things? Some things you just can't change. Are there some things you can? and All that. I mean, it's
1: and again, that actually took emotional effects too.
0: Yeah.
1: And again, it was a love story in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Um, but again, that one homeless guy tried yeah. constantly to save his life. Just gave him a hot meal, whatever it is. The guy kept dying no matter what any every, every night, and kind, that kind of killed you in a way. Like, wow. Yeah. No matter what I'm trying to do to save this guy,
0: the guy I literally spit on the first spit on him, but kind of walking yeah. past him. Oh yeah, the movie up to that point, up until he decides to try to help him, it's just a fun dumb comedy. Yeah. And those, that what, five minute, ten minutes tops of the movie? When he's you know, constantly trying to take some hot meal. and then That changes that movie right there. That's where that movie takes a turn and becomes something much deeper. And uh, that movie actually was one. Of my, I was actually thinking that too. It was funny.
1: Um, but when that moment happened, I was like, wow, this is actually kind of deep.
0: Yeah.
1: And that part really killed me because he really tried to save that guy's life. And I remember when he takes the guy into dinner, next yeah. nice hot meal, and he's staring at him. I was just going to die. And, but he's trying to make it enjoyable right. for him.
0: And again, I don't know if you count that as a time travel movie, but there is that component. There's a lot of movies that have those components in them, like a little moment here or there where somebody time travels. I'm not even going to Hot Tub Time Machine and stuff like that. That is a time travel movie. But lots of movies that have a device where somebody does kind of repeat stuff or do, does other things. Um, Superman, where Superman goes back in time and changes stuff and he, so on. Yeah, you know, He doesn't go back in time. He actually turns
1: the world around. And yeah, it, was, it was terribly stupid, by the way. He turns the world, he gets really upset by Lois Lane dying, gets into spiders from space, and flies so fast backwards that he turns the world around with his super speed, and then resets it by going back and he goes on going too far, then kind of spins the earth back in his axis again. That's what actually happened.
0: Okay. Okay. So we saw the same movie, right? We're talking. With Christopher Reeve, actually, yeah. been one. Yeah. You know, save been, the new. In the late seventies, Chris Farley, Superman, wine, yes, yes, all kinds. Cool. Michael Kitter used to love him, by the way, big crush. Yeah, all, all of that, yeah. That's not that's not the same movie you just described. No,
1: th- that's no. exactly what happens. Actually, he no,
0: flies into space. because you realize it, turning the Earth around backwards would not really undo stuff? It would just break everything, kill people, and so it on. doesn't. But he's Superman. You know, it, it doesn't I mean, matter. when you
1: fly into when, you, when the airplane's falling down, and you fly at super speed to catch lost Lane. Yeah. The speed he's traveling is in a destroyer. Not if he stops. No, 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 no. And he has he, that cushion. He has that
0: there's no cushion. cushion he's made
1: of steel. Yeah,
0: there, there's, there's this aura. There's, there's no aura. That's there's what, there's what no protects ma- his clothing. No, and such. Th- oh, that's what protects the clothing. Yeah, th- th- this is a John Byrne here.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really care. This, I'm talking Richard, whatever his name was. Donner. Richard Donner. Yeah. Movie, yeah. Uh, no, he flies backwards. You can see the end of the movie on YouTube. He flies up, spins the mo- world so fast it goes backwards. And you can see him straight to spin that world.
0: And then he flies back to make sure it's on his axis again. Okay, so let's take a different take on it. Because okay. this is the way I saw it, from even as a little kid. Now, we know in the comics, Superman has been able to time travel. Right. Like a lot like Flash and others. There's yes. a lot of characters in the right. comics, Marvel, DC, and others, have always been able to time travel, when convenient. Right. So they used that at that moment of the movie to have him, because in order for him to travel through time... It's moving really fast. They've carried that far to today in Flash with Barry Allen where he, every so often when he goes too fast, boom, he moves into the future and then runs around and runs back into the past and so right. on. All right, so we know Superman can travel through time. He does it by flying really, really fast.
1: Now, we know the comic readers know this. However, the average
0: moviegoer back in the yeah, late I 70s is going know, know this. Okay. But I'm saying that's this is one of his powers. I mean, the average moviegoer might not know that one of his powers is freezing breath or... You know, heat vision from his eyes or You know, any of those kind of stuff Maybe they don't You know, they have to discover it sometime And since I think the average logical person would realize That if you take a ball and spin it one way And then stop it and spin it the other That nothing on the surface of that ball changes Like if you, rip, if while spinning one direction you drew a line The line doesn't erase itself and spinning backwards I think Superman's intelligence know that And the average audience is So they have to figure out, well, what is he doing? Oh, look at this. So, so you're saying it's a metaphor, back. in a way, what he's doing? Yes, all the stuff... No. When you see it rewind, that is, from his perspective, as he's flying backwards in time... But then he turns, time, it
1: back in, but he turns it back into his
0: axis no, again no, at no, the no, very no. end of that. No. Again, he's flying backwards in time, and as he's doing that, you're seeing everything happen in reverse, because he's going backwards in time. Much the way Merlin, you know, lives backwards in time in the Arthurian 3 Um Legends. He's watching everything in reverse. When you're going that fast, you can overshoot. He so oversho- he's are saying he overshot, which is why he had to spin the movie back. And then again. he turned around and spun around. In all honesty, he didn't have to turn around and fly the other direction. He could have stopped no, and he did. just kept going the they same They made direction. a point to show him fly back. Because so they he- wanted to help people in the audience understand that now he's going forward in time. Not that the earth is changing, but that he is changing. So you have these direct combat superhero movie
1: and have it end by a giant metaphor.
0: Well, no, he time-traveled. It's not a metaphor. No, it's time travel. He, he time-traveled. and And what's really dumb, I will give you this, what's really dumb is, okay, he travels back in time. Got it. He stops. Comes back just a little bit to the right moment. Now, could you say something happened off-screen? Sure. We never saw anything happen off-screen. We just have to assume that. But he comes back, and if nothing happened off-screen, if he just flew down to where Lois was... Why didn't all the destruction keep happening as time started back moving forward? That's, that's the really
1: oh, hitch it, it in was, the
0: Donner stuff. Is, there's a lot of hitches in the Donner stuff? stuff. there's a lot. So you have to assume that a deleted scene, a cut scene, a script page got left out. He what takes two minutes to
1: fly down to the, the sewers, capture Lex there, it takes two seconds to do and throws him in jail. And, and the bombs those. don't
0: go off. Right. Or now that there's two of them in the past for a few moments... Because until time changes, you know, he came back to where there was already a version of it. The first version was going and catching one bomb, one missile. This version of him went and got the other one, and then came back to Lois because both missiles were taken care of. One thing I
1: think we can agree on is
0: they really missed a
1: key moment of what to show you there. That yes, the they really did. They really Whatever, did. However they did it, but... I, and I agree with what you're saying with there has to be that explanation. There has to be. Because going back and spinning the earth doesn't make any sense. I agree yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But they changed like even Superman too when he went back to the Fortress the F- of Solitude, pulls a giant S off his
0: chest and carries a guy with his finger yep. and that like they changed yep. his abilities so many times. Yeah. The S, I could, I could be okay with that. That maybe he had this thing laying around the Fortress and it stuck on himself. Okay, it's not a power. I could live with the S if that was the only but thing. But the, then the the many supermen and that I mean, kind of stuff no. and
1: teleporting and that kind no. of... No. They changed so many of his powers. I think that's yeah. one of those powers he spin their Earth backwards and managed to keep it... I mean, you don't know. There's really no way to know diff- definitively what happened. I will say, the way I interpret
0: it makes sense from his power set that existed pre. It, now, it since, Donner, since Donner did change a lot of stuff that didn't make sense, who knows? Maybe he did intend for the other to be the case. If he did... And that's absolutely horrible. <laughs> I agree. It is horrible. So I'm going to go with the one that gives him and they the benefit actually, of the doubt. They
1: actually made a Superman 2, the Donner Cut. Yeah. It had the same exact ending of him going back there
0: and spinning the Earth yeah. back around. Yeah, him. the Donner Cut didn't make it any better. No, it made it worse, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, Superman 3, well, as bad as it was, actually had moments that were better. Because you at least got you at least got Richard Pryor having fun. in the Superman 3 was still better than Superman 4. <laughs> well, yeah. He <You> got... <laughs> People listening can't see my hand right now, but you got way up high Superman one, just slightly below it, Superman two. I thought and you better. might even make it better because of the whole fighting villains thing. Right. I think the I think the emotional feel of one is better with the you know the father and all the you know all the rest. Right. Three, you definitely take a step down. Some scenes are better, but overall it takes a step down. And then you have to drill down into the earth and come out the <laughs> other side, keep going down and maybe eventually you reach so far down that you can say, "Quest for Peace was." I there. would actually say two is better than one. Just the, pretty That's much okay. the last half hour of the movie
1: was great. You know, yeah. get you know getting rid of his powers for Lois, getting beat up in the yeah deli or den whatever it was, and then realizing, oh my god, this has happened while I was gone. Yep,
0: and of course, Superman Two's ending tells you why Superman Returns never happened. Because you know, Superman Returns was supposed to be basically ignoring three and four. Right. And that after 2, there was a time period, and then he left Earth for a long period of time. Right. Or maybe there wasn't even much of a time period. Maybe he just left Earth. Problem is, at the end of Superman 2, he's cleaned up, he's gotten everything taken care of, he's going back and taking care of stuff, and he brings a new dome and flag and everything, sets it on top of the White House. I'm sorry it won't happen again. Sorry I wasn't there. It'll never happen again. You know this is Superman making a promise. He'll never abandon the Earth again. And then immediately turns around and abandons the Earth again? Really? For a long period of time. Yeah. So no... And then he explained why he was gone that long. You I mean, this guy yeah. flies super speed. It, it, so that returns was never happened.
1: And now we're talking about time travel, because this came to me a minute ago, and I can't remember the name of this movie, and I'm hoping you do. Back in the early 80s, there was a kid who... He was kidnapped, almost, by these little midgets. Okay. And um, I remember they the, the, yeah, had these rocks like power that destroyed things. And they kept going back in time, and, and then remember this big battle with this wizard at the end of the movie. And for the life of me, I can't think of the name of that movie. And this is oh, you, you know what I'm talking about now. Time Bandits. Time Bandits. Yes. yes, Time Bandits. I forgot about that movie.
0: Monty Python. Well, one Mighty, of, one of the Monty Python crew was directed it. Is uh, that what it was? Yes, I'm blanking on his name Terry right Pratchett, now. Terry Pratchett, by any Yes, chance, I think it's Terry. I think it was Terry Pratchett. We can IMDb it if we don't before the episode ends feel free listeners to go IMDB that and if we got it wrong yell at us but um, yeah Time Bandits Time Bandits is kind of a classic Time Bandits was a great movie I'm actually angry at myself I didn't think of that one at the time
1: yeah Time Bandits Sean Connery was in that by the way
0: there was it it was a special movie we'll just call it a special movie Terry Gilliam Terry Gilliam okay yes he was the director of the movie but um,
1: when did that come out anyways I had to go back and watch that again because I loved that movie I really did 1981, that just shows how old I, okay. I started in the theaters. All
0: right.
1: So, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so lots of time travel out there. Lots, we could keep going on and on about time travel and then fly, travel back in time and keep going again. But there's probably other things that happened in the past week or so that we should talk about. Well, um, the Super Bowl just ended. Super Bowl just ended, it did. Um,
1: Patriots won, again. Uh, but we did see The Walking Dead.
0: Teaser come back, you know, the football on the ground, the bat. And, and did you notice? Negan himself was in the commercial right before that. Was he? Yes. Uh, I can't remember the name of the computer game. There was a computer game that was being advertised with multiple armies. Okay. All facing off against each other. And it, the leader of one of the armies is Jeffrey Dean Morgan. I do. And I saw that and thought, hey, look, it's Negan. And then he only got like one line and it went on. There's an extended version online you watch. And he gets a lot more screen time. But after he charged away, he's like, That was an awfully small amount of time to pay somebody who's so popular right now as Negan. Maybe that wasn't him. And then the teaser pops up. So
1: I was like, well, okay. And I'm excited for it. I'm really excited for it. But again, I know it's going to happen. It's going to be a lot of build up, build up, build up. A lot of slow stuff happening. Big ending. And then next. I think we're going to love the first one.
0: We're say, gonna love the first one. We're gonna love the first one. In a different way than we love the first one at the beginning of the season. This one's gonna be more hopeful and positive as they finally start meeting each other.
1: Right. But we're gonna love the first one. Second one's gonna have a little bit of fallback, and I think the next couple left after that are gonna be slow again.
0: Backstory, backstory, backstory. Big finale, teaser. I don't I don't know if you saw it. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Of course, they all do these conventions and he's coming here at Megacon this year. Yes, That's he cool. Is. Um, mm-hmm. He was quoted because I guess a picture leaked that showed um, Rick, Andrew, Andrew Lincoln, right? Mm-hmm. Jumping up and down, like cheering or whatever. And you didn't know if this was while cameras were rolling in character or off, I don't know. But somebody asked him about that. And Jeffrey Dean Morgan said, well, you know, if something happens this season that Rick gets a reason to celebrate at the end... Let's give it to the boy. He deserves it. You know, let him have a moment to celebrate. That's okay. He's been through a lot. Give him a moment. Sure. You could just hear the Negan oozing out of it. Oh, that. I love Jeffrey D. Morgan. He's, with. He's great. Got be, to be one of the best parts for any actor to play is oh, Negan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so that's coming back. That's coming back. Uh, we also had released, not during the Super Bowl, we also had released um, the Iron Fist trailer. Okay. Your thoughts on that? Um, looked much better than Jessica Jones or Luke Cage. First of all, it looked, look, looked much, much better. Um, when I started watching it, the first, like, 30 seconds, I'm thinking... Batman Begins? Have, yeah, have they recast Batman Begins? And are doing that again? And then maybe about halfway through it, when somebody's asking him, why are you back? Why are you here? Why are you back? Several different versions. Don't, you know, karate, or yeah. don't put whatever. The answer, and this is not going to be the exact words, but the answer was along the lines of, well, there's some people that are involved in our company, yada, 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 that are doing some bad stuff, and somebody has to come back and stop them. There's villains, I believe, yeah. yeah. There's Arrow, which Arrow itself copied a lot from Batman Begins and the Nolan movies. Right. So that's not necessarily a bad thing. If they it's copy not
1: a bad thing, but it was too much of... With, I mean, again, the superheroes that make make come back into the movies and the TV shows at yeah. a yeah. rather fast stream right now. Yeah. But is this too much? of The same story being told too
0: often, and it could be that that could be um, that is one complaint I had. Um, and obviously, it wasn't a podcast, but when we were talking about Ant Man, I enjoyed seeing Ant Man. It was it was a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. give it, I give it kind of a C plus B minus, only because it was fun. It was average, but it was the same thing again. It, there was nothing super unique about it. It was. It was just okay. okay. I didn't feel like I'd wasted my money, but I wasn't going to go rave about it and just call to you know, the whole world, you have to go see this movie, it's great, it's great, the way you might have at the end of seeing the first Iron Man movie or something. Yeah. So that, that's that repetitive thing. I think if Ant Man had been the first movie, I'd have a much, much better opinion of it because of the doing the same thing over and over and over.
1: I mean, I agree with you. I think if Iron Man was the first movie, it would Marvel wouldn't it took it off like it did with Iron Man. No, no. Um, but no, I'm happy. I just the more and more when I watched when I watched the channel, I'm like this looks so good. I love the first season of Arrow. I love the first two seasons of Arrow. I love Batman, the Batman and Nolan trilogy. Right. I, I'm one of the few people that like Dark Knight Rises. I thought that was good too as well. Most didn't like it. I liked it. I enjoyed it once.
0: For hmm. me, it didn't hold up for multiple watchings. But I anyway. thought it was better the second time. But
1: I get I get what you're saying. Because again, that was definitely the weakest out of the trilogy by far. Um, it's just that I'm wondering if telling by telling the same story again, if maybe this is dropping the shock for comic shows, and that worries me a little bit. Is that we that far
0: out of ideas right now. So, now? so now, with only eight minutes left in our podcast, I'm going to flash back to something you said at the beginning. Time travel. Okay, good. No, yeah, yeah. We're going to time travel back to the beginning for a moment, where you brought up Batman versus Superman. Right. Now, this is not about Batman versus Superman. But the approach DC is taking in their movies, not the TV shows necessarily, but definitely in the movies, versus the approach Marvel's taking. And this is not about, do you do characters one at a time and then build a team? This is not about that. Marvel's creating a very consistent look and feel across all their movies. If you sit down and watch one, and you sit down and watch another, without knowing it's a Marvel movie, you know it's a Marvel movie. they, They have a very consistent look and feel and story style and pace and all the rest. DC is giving each director and writer, to some degree, I mean, they're going to have some control over Batman or Superman, but to some degree, their own creative license to do their own thing. It can work out better sometimes. It can work out worse sometimes. So forget about how you feel about Batman versus Superman, or Suicide Squad, or Guardians, or Avengers, or Avengers 2, or anything. Concept. I'm wondering if that might actually be the saving grace for the superhero movies if Marvel's starting to take it one step too far on the rubber stamp another 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 exactly like the last one if DC is they're now starting to ramp up the movies by having each one be very different, very unique if they pull it off and they've gotta have good ones, I mean they can't have a whole bunch of unique bad ones but if they have good ones you're gonna have a bad one in there somewhere but if you have good ones in there too could that keep people from getting you know, bored
1: with them. And speaking of DC movies, you did hear that Ben Affleck is no longer directing
0: the new Batman movie coming out. Yeah, and I wasn't sure when I first heard it how to feel about it. Um, but he's exec- he Before that announcement, he's executive producing. Right. He's directing. He's writing the script, co-writing, but writing the script and starring. Right. That's a whole lot for somebody who, when he first went into it, said, he's never done one of these big blockbuster-type motion pictures where he directed it. He's a fantastic director and writer. I think he's a better director than he is actor. Yeah, but he's but he's never directed one of these type of movies. And he was really reluctant at the beginning to take on the directing part because he would be starting in it as well and doing other stuff. But he finally I'm sure was pressured into taking it. And it'd be a great opportunity for him. I think he needs to do one of these movies, but it might be better for him to do one that he's not in. Like direct a movie starring other characters. That would be a better first shot, so he's not being pulled too thin. So him dropping out as director, as long as nothing else changes.
1: So you don't think this is creative differences? In the I don't studio? think. So.
0: I honestly don't think so in this case. Most of the time it is. Yeah. That, even when they say it's not, you know it is. Yeah, oh, I, absolutely. This one I really don't think it is because of how reluctant he was to take it on at the beginning. Honestly, man, I think
1: that was a bad shot for D.C., I mean, again... Oh, it, it, it DC, definitely hurt them in the media. I know you love them. I've been indifferent to some... I think two been. couple... I haven't been loved in a DC movie yet. This kind of worries me right now because I really... You know, Batman's my favorite. Not all superheroes, he's my favorite. And I was really looking forward to this one. And now I'm like, okay, now they're having problems backstage. Now, thank
0: you. now if... Let's just pretend for a minute that he was not creative differences. It really was just... He if, felt like, I that need is to the key right. for the property. And he stays on his executive producer. His script stays in there. And he still stars in it. Right. And, and everything's truthful that we've heard. Right. It's probably better for the movie, depending on who they pick as a director.
1: Agreed. But the problem right now is, too, is that you've got to make sure this director pretty much bows down to Ben Affleck once he joins on. Like, okay, I'm going to do exactly what you, what you want. And kind of, I'm going to do exactly the way you want it. Not many directors are going to do that. When another director comes in there, they're always going to put their own stamp of approval on there.
0: I know. And that, that's the worrisome and part. And that's
1: what gets me worried. DC as you need that really... Good blockbuster movie that I, everybody loves. And I
0: think it needs to be a director. Either they haven't used yet. In other words, don't go back to Zack Snyder. Go to Matt Damon. <laughs> Matt Damon directed. I'm cool. <laughs> I,
1: I'm actually cool with that. Or,
0: most, most people's problems with Suicide Squad was just the choice of the villain, that kind of setup. The Which is my problem, right. The directing was actually pretty good. The guy did a pretty good job yeah, on well, it. Oh, I, I agree with that. And he did a good bit on the Batman sequences in there. I, I agree with that too. Ayers and let him direct it. He's already familiar working with Ben Affleck, and he would probably be more of a partnership. So that would be a good choice. I don't think they should put Zack Snyder on it. I really don't think no, they should do no
1: I, I think Snyder needs to call it quits at this point. Yeah. Unless Justice League blows my mind away, which I don't think it's
0: going to. Yeah. That, that, that should be his, his last one. Whether well, you like him or not, it needs to be his last one to move on to somebody else. Right. But I think DC does need that one big movie that everybody likes. And you, I think we both agree yeah. they haven't yeah. had that yet. no. Wonder Woman? Maybe. We're crossing our fingers on Wonder I'm Woman. hoping they all look Looks worry. great. The last worry. trailer that came out looked absolutely incredible.
1: To you. To you, look great. To me, I, I, the problem is I can't look at these trailers anymore. I've been so disappointed by these DC movies. I can't look at them excited yet mm-hmm. because I've been so... Like, Justice League trailer I thought looked really good. But I'm like, ah, uh, Zack Snyder. It's going to be boring at times. There's going to be a lot of hidden meetings. Ah, uh, No. So we're gonna we're gonna find out in November. I, but I'm hoping for, for Justice League. Yeah, I'm hoping that Batman is great. I really am
0: hoping Batman's great. Um, that's that's what I'm hoping for right now. Well, looking at our clock, we have two minutes, so we probably should a any last thoughts on time travel. Or I'm any good with that. Okay, so um, question for next time: What do what do we have?
1: Um, video games, in particular, but games in general, movies had not been commercial greats. Let's be real. Some Along some, the
0: lines of... Like Resident, Resident Evil, Evil and and such. or okay.
1: Silent Hill, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's a two-part question. Number one, what's going wrong with the movies? Number two, if you could think of a game, not doesn't be a video game, but board game, role-playing game, whatever it is, to reboot this, what would that be?
0: All right. That's a, that's a good question because you're right. They never go right. And we are talking about only... Ones that start as a game and go to movie, not one where a movie is done does really well. And then right, turns like, yeah, up. no, it has to start off as a game. All it right. doesn't
1: have to be a video game, but any kind
0: of game. All right, so for next time, we'll be answering that. All right, so for John Paul, be man. We are out of here.